What's going on, guys and gals? It's 8-Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All-Star Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You are thinking, you said people going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 273 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts, back from assignment, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I'm back in black. (laughs) (laughs) And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Reagans. I'm sorry. sorry. What's going on, everybody? (laughs) You are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we're going to talk a little bit of news, including the brand new final trailer for the re- Rise of Skywalker. Is that no, <laughs> no. can I never get the name of this movie right? <laughs> it doesn't make sense at all. That's why. Okay, sorry. The return, the revenge of the Skywalker, and uh, <laughs> then we've got a review of Eddie Murphy's comeback role on Netflix. Dolomite is my name. Before we're getting to all of that, Aubrey, how are you? Where have you been for two weeks, Aubrey? Oh, where was I? I um, I was on a cruise, actually. I left for the cruise on a Saturday, and then I came back on a Sunday. Nice. Where'd nice. you go? And, uh, we went to the Bahamas. Ooh, yeah. Dip your toes in the sand, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we, we went for a wedding, and... Uh, we went to Grand Turk, Princess Case, and Freeport. And Grand Turk, is, the Grand Turk and Freeport were both affected by the hurricane, so there wasn't much to see for both of them. Um, but I really enjoyed Princess Case. But I got I spent too long in the sun, and then got sick when it came to uh, being at Freeport. So me and Josh actually went out in the morning before the sun came up. And walked around all the shops in Freeport and then went back to the ship and went back to sleep. Ah. (laughs) It was fun. Um, I've never, I don't really go on vacation much, if at all. I mean, when we went to Niagara Falls, that was my first time going on a vacation. Mm -hmm. So it was very difficult to relax. And then on top of that, I didn't have any cell service, so I couldn't talk to anybody (laughs) or check in with everybody. So I really had to sit there (laughs) wondering what was going on. Yeah, you disappeared in our uh, secret So Wizard chat for like (laughs) six days. (laughs) I know, you told me to to stop paying attention and then I lost service. That's right. I guess I'm going to stop paying attention. Yeah, Aubrey was responding to stuff in the chat and I was like, aren't you on vacation? Go be on vacation. Get out of here. And then she just immediately stopped talking for like six days. And a week later, we're like, oh my God, where's Aubrey? (laughs) No, pirates showed up and stole your ship. Yeah, completely lost service. It was was, uh, frustrating at some points because I was like, oh my God, if I had a bad dream, 
about Noah or something. It's like, oh, I got to sit with this. This is awful. <laughs> and so I went like that for a while. All right, but the, the main question I want to know is, how many Gundams did you buy in the Bahamas? <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, they didn't have any, which was, was kind of nice. Um, but I did... <laughs> I did spend a lot of money at Margaritaville. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they had these really cool cups, novelty cups, that wrap around your neck. And they're like a <laughs> clock. And they just have five all around them. And it says it's five o'clock somewhere. And nice. <laughs> so I was like, well, I have to have that. <laughs> of course. So I got it, and it it's like 32 ounces of alcohol. So, of course, I'm like, fill me up with 32 ounces of tequila, please. Nice. <laughs> wow, I guess it's fair to say you were wasting away in Margaritaville. Yeah, my, my wallet wasted away at Margaritaville. <laughs> and Bahamas, like the taxes in Grand Turk are ridiculous. It's like 15%. Whoa. So, yeah, it was pretty sad. But it's I like, had 32 ounces of tequila, so I was like... <laughs> so the, the sadness was gone <laughs> relatively quickly. Yeah, and then it came back once it, the 32 ounces had gone through my system. It's <laughs> like two Gundams right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just imagine oh. what the tax would be if they did have Gundams there. That's oh right. <laughs> you oh. would have only been able to get eight. <laughs> I know. It would have been ridiculous i mean and then on top of that like the cruise ship everything you get gets charged to your room you can't even pay cash or pay with your card or anything on Mm -hmm. the ship it all gets charged to your room and me and josh didn't know that so we brought a bunch of cash to pay for things and then we turn out it's all getting charged to josh's card (laughs) yeah they're like your 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 money's no good here republic credits are no good here I was like, well, good thing you make a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. Everybody had fun. Everybody made it back in, in one piece, right? Yeah. Actually, um, the groom's mom uh, got lost on Freeport. Oh. And they were paging her and paging her and paging her because they were holding the ship for her. Oh, no. And then they are like, we're just going to leave her. Oh, no. <laughs> she outright got lost and they were super rude about it. So good on you, Carnival. <laughs> Well, we are glad to have you back where you where you belong here in America. Yes. I was very happy to put my feet on the ground, not in the Bahamas. <laughs> all right, Marcellus. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, were at BingCon this weekend in Springfield, Massachusetts, right in our backyard. Yes, yes. BingCon is a uh, convention that I try to go to every year. Uh, we were there. We were there all together, actually. Like a few years ago, um, before Aubrey moved, uh, back in like during the first year, I think we were all there, first or second year. Um, but it's a nice little convention in Springfield, Mass. Uh, it's uh, my excuse to try to make a comic book and have a place to sell it so I get to feel like an artist. Uh, and I actually, I tried last year to get a book done and I failed. Uh, I worked right up until the very last minute and uh, I didn't quite get it done. I just ran out of time. So of course, this year, with more conventions to do, uh, more vacations to do, I had this great idea that not only was I going to finish the book from last year, I was going to make a new book and do release two books this year. An incredibly impossible challenge. I don't know why I was doing it, but uh, I pulled it off. So I feel like I can pat myself on the back. So right now, 2018, 2019, 
Mark put out zero books. And at the end of 2019, going into 2020, I would have two books done. So I'm very, very proud of myself. Awesome. Yeah, it was, it's a great little one-day show. Um, obviously, it'll happen again next year. And you had your uh, So Wizard podcast year one episode guide available exclusively at the show. Yep. And uh, maybe we'll sit down after Rhode Island and try to figure out how we can get some people elsewhere in the world a copy of that. <laughs> because there is some demand for it. So uh, people out there, don't worry. We'll, uh, we'll see what we can do. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Glad that you had a good time and you had some cool products there at BingCon. Yeah, yeah. I want to give a special shout out to Fans on Patrol's very own Tifflebot, who when I, in the middle of all of the crap that I was going through when I'm working like seven days a week, uh, I designed a pitch to, because I wanted to adapt one of her short stories into a comic book. That was the second book I did. And uh, I spent like, any spare time I had, I spent trying to design a pitch to uh, give to her, so see if she could, if, to see if she would accept it, and uh, if she wouldn't, if she said no, then I would have been in deep trouble because everything was very. This was it was like me in front of a train laying the tracks down as the train is moving towards a brick wall. So, but uh, she said yes, and uh, it's a very cool story about a, a, a guy who gets into a fight with his girlfriend and wants to wipe that, uh, wipe the memory of that away from him. Uh, and it's a futuristic story where that's available. Uh, so, uh, yeah, shout out to Tifflebot for letting me adapt her story. I love that story. I loved adapting it. I love making a little comic book out of it. And, uh, yeah, I hope to work with her in, so, on some more projects in the future. Sweet. Awesome. It's great to hear. It's great to hear. Glad you accomplished it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very, like I said, I'm very proud of myself because this was, it was impossible. <laughs> and I did it. Um <laughs> And yeah, Joe, I was hoping you would like interview me, you know, as being like a, uh, you know, independent comic book creator behind a table so I could, you know, do my pitch to you. But uh, no, I don't I don't have I don't have any equipment. What am I supposed to you do? Got a I don't phone. have any of that equipment. Your phone doesn't record audio or anything? No. Yeah. You got a poor people's phone. Come on. Yes. <laughs> I had a burner that day. <laughs> all right. So uh, how are you doing, Joe? You went to being kind. You take a lot of pictures and all of that stuff. Um, no, I actually, and here's the thing. Like I got to BingCon. I literally, all right. So I worked the night before work. My work has been hell on earth. Like the last two weeks, there's been a lot of crap going on at work. Um, people don't care about on the show. It just really involves being understaffed for various reasons, uh, which makes my job a lot harder when it's all physical labor based on a certain amount of people being there. And then when you have, uh, you know, when you're supposed to have five people with you and then you only have three and then you still have to do the work of five people. It's not very fun. Um, so I've mostly just been taking aspirin and sleeping. But I got out of work at uh, – I actually got stuck at work until almost 8 a.m. So I got home at 8.30 and then I slept for an hour and then I got up and I was going to shave my head because I – don't really care what I look like at work because it's just me and a bunch of like 50, 60 year old men. So who cares what I look like? So <laughs> I hadn't shaved my head in like since New York. And I'm like, oh, all right, geez. I got to shave my head for my adoring public. They expect, you know, it's like <laughs> when, when you go to see like White Snake and they're all in their 70s, but they still like try to dress up like they did in their 80s music videos. Like, you know, they the public expects you to look a certain way, you know. So I, I had to shave my head, but I slept an hour instead of just shaving it. And so I got up and the electric razor was dead. So I had to wait for that to charge. Then in the interim, everybody else wakes up 
And now the, we only have one bathroom and there's four of us. So right. it's just like it took forever to get out of the house. But I finally got to BingCon. I walked through the door right off the bat. I see Pina Comics. So I'm talking to them. And then right after Pina Comics was Tim Jones. And then right after that was Ace Fett. And mm-hmm. then like it was and then Aaron Woods, like I kept running into people I knew like over and over and over again. So it's pretty much what I did for almost two hours. There was just talk to people that we knew. Yeah, I didn't even know you were there until someone brought over the comic book that you had signed. <laughs> and I'm like, Mark, you got to sign this book. Here, Joey signed it. I'm like, Joey's here? Yeah, because I literally like walked in, talked to Ace for like 20 minutes, went over and talked to Pina Comics. And I recorded with Pina Comics for like 20 <laughs> minutes. And I talked to Tim for like 20 minutes. And I say, you know, I'd already been there almost an hour and I hadn't even moved like 10 feet. So. <laughs> But yeah, BingCon is great. So other than that, I have just been really tired and I had a really, really weird dream last night. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I have a lot of sleep problems. One of my sleep problems is I have these crazy like lucid dreaming where I fall asleep and I've only been asleep for like 45 minutes, but it feels like I've been asleep for like 10 hours. Um, so I had a really weird dream that I was dating um, woman crush of the year, 2019 contender Alicia Vikander. And uh but she would only date me if I would go to this water park with her and ride on all the rides. And they, the rides were really dumb and stupid. But I had to, and there were like 30 of them. But I had to ride on these rides if I wanted her to be my girlfriend. And it was just like awful. And that was my dream of like eight hours of riding on terrible water rides. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, it was very ridiculous. And I woke up and I'd only been asleep for like 45 minutes. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> but enough about us. And our crazy dreams and hopes. Let's crush them all, Mark. <laughs> what? Uh, what? <laughs> where can the listeners find more So Wizard Podcast? All right. So everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, you'll find movie reviews from yours truly, Netflix and Amazon and Hulu streaming picks from our buddy, the awesome Adam Wallyhawk. Uh, you'll also find our merchandise there so you can purchase some of our So Wizard t-shirts and look good while you're representing the show. Uh, Another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. Go to soulwizardpodcast.com. You'll see a logo for Amazon. Click on that A. Takes you right to the website. Do your Amazon shopping. And that way you'll get your products and you'll be helping out our tiny little podcast. Uh, You'll find our social media links there too. We have Facebook. We got Twitter. We got Instagram. So definitely hit us up on the social medias. Uh, You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. You can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, <coughs> excuse me, Podbean, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Uh, we have a YouTube page that has lots of video uh, being put up on there. Uh, we also have a Patreon account if you wanted to support our show monetarily and get uh, bonus episodes from us here at So Wizard. Uh, shout out to the Geek World All Stars Podcasting Network. Back to you, Joey. All right, Mark Ellis, let's see what's going on in the world of nerd this week. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, so this week in nerdy news, uh, just when you thought there wasn't enough room or enough days in a week for the CW to squeeze on another superhero TV show, Uh, We got the word that they are developing a new 
show based on Superman, something that you would think would be a no-brainer way back in the day, even when Arrowverse, when Arrowverse, when the Arrowverse first started, uh, you would think that a, a Batman and Superman show uh, would be coming up the pike, uh, especially considering that Smallville kind of laid the groundwork for that. But uh, yeah, after all these years, after them, you know, doing a spinoff and getting uh, Flash, getting the Batwoman, uh, looks like they're going to develop a Superman and Lois TV show uh, based on the characters that have already been appearing on Supergirl. Uh, Superman, played by Tyler Hochlin, and Elizabeth Tulloch plays Lois Lane. Uh, and I've seen him before as Superman. I think he's really cool. Uh, I've seen her a little bit as Lois Lane. Yeah, she's all right. She's all right. Uh, but the show is going to be about them dealing with parenthood because uh, they have a new kid. So it's pretty much the Superman Return sequel that you never thought you wanted, but uh, you're going to get. So, uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know when they're going to put it on. I don't know uh, what the status is going to be. But I do like the guy as Superman, so I might check it out. Uh, but what do you guys think of the Superman and Lois Lane TV show? Let's start with. Aubrey. I think it sounds stupid and I don't <laughs> care to watch it. Are you a fan of any of the CW shows at all? No. I think they're boring. Well, I liked The Flash. That's a, that's a lie. I liked The Flash, but I stopped watching The Flash like mm-hmm. two years ago. So I did like The Flash, but then I got bored of watching The Flash. So no, I don't like any CW shows. No, not even Supergirl? I haven't watched it. Oh, okay. All right, so I'm going to put that as a no for Aubrey. Uh, Joey, how do you feel about uh, Superman coming back to the small screen? Um, okay, so I'm kind of in the same boat as Aubrey. <laughs> I have completely fallen off of the CW shows. Oh. I, you know what? I used to watch every single one of them every night. We were completely up to date, and then I started working my current job when I'm not home at night, and... I just fell off. And then once you get behind on these things, they're like 22 episode seasons. Yeah. It's just so hard to get caught back up. You know, like I could bang out like you know, eight, 10 episode season of a show in a couple weeks in the morning when I get home from work, as long as it's good and interesting enough to make me want to watch it. But just oh, the grind of being like, all right, I'm three years behind on the flash. Now let me watch <laughs> 66 hours of television. Like I just, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, and that's it, that's just one show. You know, I'm behind on Arrow, I'm behind on Flash, Supergirl, Black Lightning, Legends of Tomorrow. Like, I'm never going to catch up on these shows. <laughs> so, um, and and I tried to watch Batwoman, but I could barely make it through the first episode. It was so boring. Oh, yeah, I know. I was really disappointed because I really like uh, Ruby Rose, and I was really excited about the potential of that show, but I, maybe it got, it's gotten better in the interim weeks, but the first episode was brutal. Um, but I do like this guy as Superman a lot. Yeah. Every time he's been on, when I saw him in the past, when he was on Supergirl and, uh, he might've been on arrow at one point. I, I don't remember, but yeah, I mean, he is great as Superman. It's such a opposite from how shitty the movie <laughs> Superman was. Yeah. That I'm like, this could be really cool. And it's based on the uh, him and Lois having a kid, which was probably one of the best Superman stories in the comics in the last like 10 years. So that that's interesting. But I can't say I'm ever going to watch it. I, you know, I will watch the first episode, much like Batwoman. I'll watch the first episode. And if it grabs me, I'll try to stay up on it. But I got that's the most important thing for me is to not fall behind. Because once I fall behind on these shows and they're – running and now it's like episode 17 i'm just it's never gonna i'm never gonna catch up yeah (laughs) i'm like two years behind on the walking dead 
and I I was like, all right, I'm going to get caught up on The Walking Dead so I can watch it with my wife on Sundays again. And I banged through all of season eight in like a week. And then <laughs> I tried to watch season nine. And the first episode was so boring. I was like, ugh. <laughs> and that was like two years ago. I never came back to it. <laughs> so. Now I'm too far behind again. So, oh well. One of the one of the beauties I think of that show is the recaps that they do at the beginning of uh, all of the CW shows. So I just watched the first episode, and then I watched like one in the middle, and they'll say previously on the Flash, and then I'll ha- kind of have an idea what's going on, and then I'll watch the finale previously on the Flash, and then they'll just show like everything that happened that past year. So I feel like you know, I just need to watch three episodes a year, and I'm good. I will say I do keep up to date on Candace Patton and uh, Danielle Panabaker's Instagrams. (laughs) Seriously. The most important things. (laughs) Um, You know, I just wanted to ask uh, Wonder Woman, what do you think of the new Superman TV show? Kalel, no. Oh, so uh, (laughs) that's a no from her, too. That's a no. All right, so uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, It's not being spun off of Supergirl, which you would think would be like the the natural uh, way to do it. Um, they're just going to develop it as its own show and, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. But, uh, yeah, it probably won't be until next year. We'll see how it goes. All right. So then next, uh, we have a couple of trailers to talk about. Uh, the first one being a, uh, it looks like a, I can't tell if it's a reboot or remake or reimagining of the classic horror movie, The Grudge. It is a part of the Grudge cinematic universe. It takes place in the same universe as the original movies, just not in the same house. Okay. All right. Now, it's the same universe, but is it the grudge from like the American grudge with Buffy or the. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Cool. So, uh, so I here. Guess, I guess grudges <laughs> wasn't a good uh, title. So. And they already had the grudge. Did they already have the grudge? Yes. All right. Yeah. So they, they can't call it that again. Uh, so here we are with uh, Grudge 2, colon, No, grudge. this is Grudge 3, I think, now, isn't it? No, wait. Yes, you're right, because there was there a Grudge There might have been two. a part three, actually, to the first one that was bad direct-to-video, too. So we'll say, since this is coming, going into the theaters, we'll call it Grudge 3, colon, Grudge, Grudge 1. Uh, it stars John Cho as a guy who gets attacked in a house. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I... I don't care about these movies at all. Like I watched the Sarah Michelle Geller one back in the day only because I wanted to see how it compared to the original Japanese one. And uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't care at all. So uh, though that 90s horror movie videotape uh, mood that I was in, that died a long time ago. So I don't even care about this one. Um, um, just to interrupt you, Mark, there was a Grudge 3 in 2006. Sorry, 2009. 2009's Grudge 3. So this is actually Grudge 4. Was it theatrical or was it straight to DVD? It was DVD. Yeah. See, we're not going to count that. <laughs> That's like those extra like five sequels of Universal Soldier that everyone pretends don't <laughs> exist. I will say Universal Soldier 5, I think, was really good. One of them was really good. It's either five <laughs> or six. One of those was the really, first really good. one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so we'll we'll we won't we'll ignore Grudge Three. We'll just treat it like uh, Halloween and Terminators. There's there's only two. We're just gonna ignore the third one. Um, but yeah, what'd you guys think of this trailer? Let's start with you, Joey. Uh, it looked really scary, and I don't think I want to watch. It. Mm-hmm. Without the hook of uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar being in it, <laughs> now, there's really nothing for me to go see. It was way. Uh, it's too it looked too scary for me. I'm all set. <laughs> I'm good. I don't want to watch this. 
it didn't even look scary at all. Um, Aubrey, <laughs> how how did you feel about this? Did you did you watch the trailer? No. <laughs> I just put it in the chat and I said, Aubrey, do not watch this. <laughs> I want nothing to do with it. It looked like the grudge, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's all supernatural stuff, so it's not like you know, it's not like it could really happen. At least I don't think it could. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind supernatural stuff, um, but I didn't watch the original for a reason, so I'm not about that life. Yeah, all right. I hear you. I hear you. So uh, it is being produced by Sam Raimi, uh, who produced the orig- the other one, the other American one. So you know that that does bode a little a little well, but um, how, how awful in the trailer was it like from Sam Raimi, producer of Evil Dead? Like what? <laughs> this guy's like a legend. That's the, that's the tagline you have for him. Well, you gotta you know you gotta get people excited about stuff that you know they're, they're not gonna say from Sam Raimi, the director of For the Love of the Game. You know what I mean? Like no, but I that. mean like there could be other like ways to like like because you'll watch a trailer to be like. Watchmen from the visionary director of 300. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like you could, you could, you know, build, talk them up a little I bit. Hype them up a little know? bit. Yeah, I got you. I got you. From the visionary director of James Franco is Oz. <laughs> 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 Nothing wrong with trying to get some of that, that uh, fantasy money, fantasy movie money. That's fine. All right. So, uh, yeah. So we're going to put that as a tentative on the list. Maybe we'll see. We'll see what else comes out that week. All right, so then the last trailer that came out, um, the one that we, we kind of hinted at it last week on last week's episode, uh, but now we can finally react to it, give our thoughts on it. It was Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Aubrey, what did you think of this trailer? I thought it was good, but I'm afraid that I've seen too much. Ah, you know, you're not the first person I've heard say that. I feel like I've seen... Almost the same trailer done a million times in different ways. Like it, it seems like they just take pieces that were hooks in the other ones and they keep putting them in the new trailers. And I'm afraid that they've just given away the majority of the movie. Hmm. All right. All right. I'm going to have to completely disagree with you, but yeah, you, that, that's understandable. I can, like I said, you're not the first person I've heard to, to say that this week. Joey, now knowing you, you probably have already been on Reddit and you know what the entire movie is and you already have an opinion on it. But what did you think of this trailer? All right. First of all, I I did read all the spoilers um, (laughs) and not because I am a spoiler person or wanted to. It just I was on a a website and somebody just posted them. Mm, That seems that that you're that always happens to you. Like at every story is like I just happen to be on this website and some asshole just out of nowhere drop spoilers well i i don't know it just happened so there was spoilers at that point i'm like well at that point fuck it i'm just gonna read them (laughs) i'm already halfway i already been spoiled who cares but so yes i have been spoiled if those are accurate spoilers um all right so what do you think of the trailer oh my god the trailer was fucking awesome dude (laughs) i am such not a good person to give opinions on star Wars. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I just love everything. Star Wars. Um, it, it's just like, it looks so good. I'm so ready mm-hmm. <laughs> for this to come out. I am so excited and I'm really excited that Ray Poe and Finn are going to actually hang out. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm excited for Poe to do stuff cause he is my favorite character in these new movies, but he doesn't get a lot to do in the last Jedi. So 
I'm excited for him to have something to do. Yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, man, oh God, at the very end, when uh, Luke and Leia both say the force will be with you always, <laughs> it's like Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel. Like, yeah. Yeah. Was that your favorite part of the trailer? Pretty much. I'm ready to run through a fucking brick wall right now. <laughs> I cannot wait to see uh, Ray uh, kick uh, Kylo Ren's ass and then uh, beat up the Emperor, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I made the mistake. I don't know what is wrong with me. Uh, and I did this like two years ago with the other Star Wars movie. When a trailer comes out, I watch it on my phone and it never has the same effect. And this time I'm like, all right, I'm not going to do it this time. I'm going to wait until I can see it on like a big TV, a big screen to really enjoy it. But I couldn't I couldn't wait. I'm like, I'm just going to watch it on my phone. And I watched it on my phone. And I'm like, eh, it's all right, whatever. And I watched it a couple more times. I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, it's no big deal. And then I watched it on um, on my TV when I got home. And I was like, holy shit. This is amazing. Them riding space horses across the, the spaceship. BB-8, like, leading the charge. Come on. It's amazing. I am super psyched for this movie. I think it's going to be fantastic. And I think that a lot of the scenes that they showed in the trailer are not going to be in a final product. I think they're going to pull a uh, Force Awakens where uh, a lot of the stuff is going to be different. I think Marvel is kind of like giving them the uh the okay to do stuff like that yeah and they did that really really well for force awakens with uh alternate takes and different slowing down and speeding up the footage so when you actually get to see the movie you, you're like wait that's not exactly what i saw mm-hmm. so that's fine with me that's perfectly fine with me but i will say that a lot of the stuff in the trailer does match up God. to what i saw on the website so damn it i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying what happens. I'm just saying it matched up. So all right. So uh, yeah. So the movie comes out summer. No, no, no. It's coming nope. out Christmas. I already got my tickets. Mm-hmm. Arby, did you get your tickets for Star Wars yet? Uh, not yet. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> keep in mind we're, we're going to be talking about it and spoiling it the week it comes out. So <laughs> I know I I got to get on that. I just got to figure out who's going with me. <laughs> who's coming with me? Yeah. I was uh, I wasn't gonna get the tickets right away because I thought I would be at work when they went on sale, but then I just randomly logged into Fandango and they were there. They had them so <laughs> mm-hmm. two hours before the trailer dropped. Yeah, so I was like, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> that whole time I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna have to sit. I'm gonna be anxiously awaiting through halftime in order to get ready to buy these tickets. And then it was probably you, Joey, like two hours earlier. Like, oh, got my tickets, and I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> they're available. I'm gonna do mine now. So yeah, I'm yes. going. I'm going to like the one of the very first shows, 3D, XD, like the whole shebang, big time. I have to take two kids, so I can't afford those kind of movies. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was just like for Endgame when the Endgame tickets went on sale. I like pulled up Fandango, and it was like five minutes before eight eight a.m. and they were already available. So I just bought them and went <laughs> back to bed. And I woke up and like everybody's the internet's in flames. That like, <laughs> like yep. Fandango was crashed. Like all the ticket things were crashed. I'm like, whoa, it took me like 30 seconds to buy them this morning. So good on me. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, for, well, thanks so, for the heads up on that too, buddy, by the way. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we're going to have uh, some star Wars stuff going on as we get closer to rise of Skywalker. Obviously we'll have the review of it when it comes out, but the, we're going to have the episode nine hype train episode mm-hmm. and we've been waiting. Oh God, almost a year to, to do this. Much like we did for Endgame, we're going to rank all the Star Wars movies into one list from the three of our lists. So yes. it, should be, it should be interesting. Now, we're going to include the spinoffs too, right? Yeah, everything. Yeah. Sweet. Not 
not like Battle for Endor, but yeah. <laughs> oh, let me just cross that off the list right now. <laughs> number one, you got to find a new number one. <laughs> yep. You look out for your number ones, right? <laughs> All right, cool. So yeah, yeah, we're ready. Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. Some Lando action. Some uh, some Emperor action. Some Ray and Kylo action. I'm, I'm ready. I'm psyched for it. Excellent. Great. So that's uh, that's going to do it for news. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and review Dolomite Is My Name. The biggest show in the smallest state returns November 1st through the 3rd. Join us in the family truckster to the Griswold Family Reunion featuring Chevy Chase. Meet legendary comic book artists and cast members from Game of Thrones, Stranger Things, Star Trek, Marvel, and more at Rhode Island Comic Con. Presented by Cardi's Furniture and Mattresses. Buy tickets now at ricomicon.com, the Dunkin' Donuts Center box office, or any Toy Vault location. And we are back. All right, everybody. We watched the new movie Dolomite is My Name on Netflix. This is the uh, biography of Rudy Ray Moore, who starred in the Dolomite movies uh, back in the day. And it's Eddie Murphy's comeback film. So it was pretty exciting stuff. I know I love the Dolomite movies. Mark Ellis, how do you feel about them? Uh, You know, believe it or not, I own them never watched them <laughs> What? i have a box of uh dvds that i rescued from blockbuster in the, like the last days of its life and uh those are some of them so i'm like oh dolomite of course i need this in my library i just haven't gotten around to watching it oh my god i know i know i suck i know the list of movies that i need to watch is just getting longer and longer well you know what you say when you haven't seen the actual dolomite movie marco you just made the list it's going on air, and you'll be able to find my review of it on Letterboxd at some point. I know the answer to this question, but, Aubrey, you've never <laughs> seen the original Dolomite movies, have you? Nope. <laughs> what's, a, what's a Dolomite? <laughs> what are this? <laughs> well, uh, great. I have seen them, and I love them. And, Mark Ellis, when you get around to eventually watching them, you will understand why I love them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I will. Yep. You kind of got glimpses of it in this movie. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we all had a chance to see it. Let's get some initial impressions before we jump into spoilers. Um, Aubrey, what did you think of the movie? It was good. I don't really <laughs> like Eddie Murphy, though. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. Was there any particular reason why you don't like him? Or? I just think he's an asshole. Wow. Shots fired. Yeah. Was it Shrek? Was it the Donkey and Shrek? No, and see, I like him as Mushu and as Donkey, but it's like his personality sucks. Like he he's the fa- he's the father to Scary Spice's baby, mm. and he denied her for a long time and was a dickhead about it. It's just hard for me to forget. I know, girl, girl power, got to stick together. Yeah. Well, this is now in two becomes one. Mark Ellis, <laughs> what did you think of the movie? Um, I don't know what it is about Netflix and these biopics, but uh, between a Motley Crue movie and this movie, they are amazing. Absolutely amazing. I couldn't believe how much I loved this movie. It's so good. So good. I will echo those sentiments. I was stunned at how much I liked this movie. <laughs> I knew I was going to probably like it because I like the uh, original Dolomite movies and I've heard really good things about this. 
but I was really surprised at how much I liked it. The whole time I was watching it, I just had a big goofy grin on my face because I was just enjoying watching it so much. So, um, yeah, it was really cool. But that's going to do it before we jump into spoilers. Markellis is going to play a sound drop. So if you haven't seen the movie and you don't know like how real life went, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess it's a spoiler for a movie based on real life. So uh, Mark's going to play a sound drop and then we'll spoil the movie. Spoiler alert. I have seen the future and I had to prevent it. <laughs> All right, let's uh, get into it. Markellis, let's talk about things you liked about this movie. Oh, man, there's so many things I liked about it. Uh, first off, a shout out to um, costume designer Ruth Carter from uh, Springfield, Massachusetts, who won the Academy Award for Black Panther. Uh, one of the amazing things about this uh, movie is the costumes design, the clothing designs for all of the characters. They are wild and true to form for that time frame, and they look amazing. So shout out to her. Uh, right. I, everything looks exactly as it's supposed to look in your mind when you think about this movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. I loved all of the performances. Uh, Snoop Dogg was awesome in the beginning. Uh, Wesley Snipes just crushed it like the entire movie. I could not believe how good he was. Chris Rock was great when he showed up for his little bit. I don't know. It's just a really good. It's a really good. I don't want to say rags to riches. Well, yeah, kind of like rags to riches story. It's a good movie of a, a artist who found his way, and not only did he really want to do good uh, for himself and for his people, but he also brought along his friends for the ride. It's such a good story. It's a, it feels like a, a, a traditional story that you've seen before, but you've never seen it painted in these colors before. I love everything about it. The music, uh, Eddie Murphy's performance. Uh, there isn't anything that I really didn't like about it, to be honest with you. Wow. All right, Aubrey, what about you? Um, I mean, it, it was funny, and I do like the biopics from Netflix. What did you think of uh, Wesley Snipes in this movie? I like everybody except for Eddie Murphy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously? <laughs> I know. I wish I could get past it, but I just I see him so differently now. I used to really like him growing up too, and then I don't. Know, he decided to be a deadbeat. Ruined it for me. Well, that sucks. Well, I will say that uh, I agree with Mark. This movie was awesome. And somebody like lit a fire underneath Eddie Murphy and Wesley Snipes when they're making this movie. Yep. (laughs) Wesley Snipes has been sleepwalking through terrible direct-to-redbox movies for like (laughs) 10 years longer. And then he's in this movie and he's fucking phenomenal in it. Oh, he's so good. So funny. I, I I was just stunned <laughs> like that. Um, and, and the same thing with Eddie Murphy. He's been in some terrible movies, and it didn't seem like he gave a shit anymore. And then he comes out with this, and, and you could tell. like There was just an energy about the movie that you could feel like everybody in the movie cared about the product. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I f- you can definitely feel that this is a story that they wanted to get right, or that they and they wanted it to... This is probably going to be the only Dolomite biopic ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so I think they wanted to make sure that it it was a winner. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and they they nailed it. It was great. Crap. What was the woman's name in this? Divine Joy Randolph. She played, oh, okay. she played Lady Reed. Okay. I was going to say, because she was really good, too, in the movie. Which she punched that guy in the face. <laughs> this is really funny. But uh, I was... I was 
happy with how their relationship came out on screen. I was expecting them to have a romance or mm-hmm. something lame, and they did not. So it was uh, it was good. I, you know, I, it's 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 one of those movies where it's not as much fun to talk about on the podcast because it's a really good movie that we all pretty much liked. So <laughs> there's no yelling and screaming. But uh, it was there anything you didn't like about it, Mark? No, no, there wasn't anything that like took me back like out of the movie at all. I kind of wanted to see actually, I, I wouldn't say I didn't like it, but I kind of wanted to see the repercussions of him stealing, not stealing, but buying so much material from these homeless guys on the street. You know what I mean? Like I figured there would be a scene where a couple of them or one of them would kind of go after him. Uh, for kind of stealing stories that they told and, you know, made a ton of money off of it. Uh, I don't know if that was like, you know, maybe they filmed it and it was deleted or it just wasn't uh, important to the story. But I feel like something like that, I was kind of waiting for something like that to happen. And it never did. I also was expecting some repercussions from that and there were none. So <laughs> that's interesting. Aubrey, I already know what you didn't like about the movie, but. <laughs> yeah, Eddie Murphy. At least were you able to get past that and and somewhat enjoy the rest of the movie? I mean, a little bit, but he just kind of, I don't know. Just rubs you the really wrong way. Yeah, not like Tom Cruise amount. Like Tom Cruise, I can't even begin to try to sit there and enjoy. But I don't know. I really want to like him again. (laughs) All right. Well, if it's not this one, it'll probably be, hopefully it'll be another one. It'll be uh, coming to America, too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Which was, you know, it's going to be directed by Craig Brewer, uh, the same director who did this one. And when he was announced to do Coming to America, too, I'm like, I don't know if he's the right fit for uh, for that sequel. You know what I mean? Like, he's done some good movies before, like Hustle and Flow and, you know, Black Snake Moan. But I'm like, I'm not, I don't know how I feel about him doing, like, a Coming to America sequel. Like, is he really that funny? And his some of the stuff that he does in this movie, in a Dolomite movie, is so amazing. I'm like, holy shit, he actually is a really good director. So, yes, I will give him the keys to come. In. I will accept him having the keys to coming to America. Right. I, uh, I'm i getting in the same boat with you, Mark. I was completely indifferent to not caring about that that movie. But now that I've seen this, if they can pull the same kind of trick out of their hat again, mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited for coming to America, too. <laughs> is, is Arsenio Hall in that one? I think he is, yeah. All right. Well, maybe he can be the Wesley Snipes of that movie. So. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, there's not a ton to talk about about this movie, but I will say it was awesome. So let's get a score out of five. Marcellus, what do you got? Um, I actually, before I get my score, there's just a couple of really quick points that I just wanted to say. All right. Really quick. All right. So number one, I felt this movie like in my soul. Um, <laughs> the guy who's an artist who wants to do more. You know, he's a song and dance man. He has talents, but all he has to, but all they really want him to do is like MC this little thing. So his drive to do more than just what he's labeled with, I felt that. Um, it's one of the reasons why I'm trying to make a comic book every year at BeanCon. I'm not just a podcaster. There's more to me. So yeah, I felt that like in my soul. The scene where she, um, where uh, the woman that he's helping out, where she uh, tells him, you know, She's been going to the movies all of her life, and she thanked him for putting her on a screen because she hasn't seen a woman like her like on a big screen. I teared up. I'm not going to lie. I rolled a tear. <laughs> the representation matters. And to see that shit in the 1970s, that is amazing. So, yeah, that scene, I, I totally teared up. Uh, and, the, and the last thing is 
the thought of a filmmaker showing his movie inside of a theater and being there to present it, like not having it open wide all over the country, but going, okay, my movie's going to be in Detroit tonight. I will be in Detroit and I will be premiering a movie. That seemed like a crazy concept now, um, seeing him do it in the 70s, but Kevin Smith is doing the exact same thing. There's a lot of parallels between Dolomite and Kevin Smith that I picked up on this movie. Um, they kind of you know started the same way and what Dolomite did in the 70s, Kevin Smith is doing now, taking his movie, touring it around the country in single you know performances. So it does it did relate to me uh, in a modern time, I should say. So yeah, I love this movie. So my score, 4.5 out of 5. Wow. All right, Aubrey, what about you? I'm going to give it a 3.75. Wow. Did you dock it points for Eddie Murphy? <laughs> yes. <sighs> I, I get it. There are certain celebrities I hate, too, like Tom Cruise. So I, I, I totally get it. You guys, um, you guys are the worst. I love Tom Cruise. <laughs> Fuck Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what Katie Holmes did. Ew. <laughs> All right. I loved this movie also, Marcellus. I cannot recommend it enough to people to check it out, especially if you have a love for, uh, you know, those type of films from back in the day and seeing how they were made or even just a story of uh, somebody who want, like you said, wants more and goes for it. Um, it was kind of like the uh, anti-matter universe version of the disaster artist because <laughs> <laughs> at the end it, it turns out a lot better for him. So, um, Yep. So I will give it a four out of five. Uh, this is a sneaky movie coming out of nowhere that it was pretty damn awesome. Can it make it into the top five of the year for me? I don't know because it's getting crowded, but uh, uh, it's certainly up there. So Dolomite is my name on Netflix. Check it out. So let's wrap things up this week with some recommendations. Aubrey, what do you got? Oh, Pokemon uh, Shield and Sword is coming out uh, soon in like three weeks. So if you haven't pre-ordered it, pre-order it because those games go super fucking fast. So if you want one, you got to pre-order it. Yeah, Pokemon, Pokemon, you got to catch them all. <laughs> <Dun -dun -dun -dun. laughs> <laughs> all right. What about you, Marcellus? Uh yeah, I don't really have I don't really have like any abstract recommendations. I just want to just recommend uh, Dolomite. Uh, that's that's the only one. That's the only thing that I, I want anyone to watch right now. Dolomite is my name on Netflix. Uh, please watch it, support it. Uh, let's give this movie. Let's get this movie up to the top uh, of any charts. Best of 2019 and on So Wizard only. That's fine. I just wanted I just wanted to be recognized that this is a really good movie and Eddie Murphy did really good. All right. Fantastic. Uh, I will recommend everyone goes to SoWizardPodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, and so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just about any podcatcher under the sun that you use. We are there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube. Search So Wizard Podcast. Pops right up. Tons of content on there weekly and free. Uh, there's hours of New York Comic Con stuff. Adam just dropped a new episode of The Commute, finally, that he's done with all the New York stuff. And we'll have stuff from Rhode Island there as well. 
Check out our Patreon, patreon.com backslash so is your podcast. You can monetarily support the show and get exclusive episodes of the podcast that you can't get anywhere else. Uh, this month is our top three horror movies for Halloween. Coming up next month, we've got our review of Terminator Dark Fate exclusively on Patreon. So get on it. Check it out. Uh, I will second Mark's recommendation that you watch Dolomite is my name. I thought that was fantastic. Uh, should definitely be seen by people as much as possible. Uh, and I will recommend that you, if you're in the area, go check out Rhode Island Comic Con November 1st through the 3rd at the Rhode Island Convention Center and Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, myself and Mark Ellis will be there Friday and Saturday. Adam Wally Hawk will be joining us on Saturday to videotape things for YouTube. And we bring you tons of content all across our social media and the podcast. So please check it out if you're there. Come see us. Slide into our DMs. We'd love to meet listeners. We'd love to meet fellow podcasters. And we love to interview cool, creative people. So get, get at us. But that is going to do it for episode number 273 of the So Wizard Podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Boys. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Oh, he is a bad brother. Wakanda forever. We'll see you guys next week. Good journey. Oh, God,